Hello, everybody. This is Dante from the Y Day Podcast. Welcome to this episode, season four, episode 34. So today we're going to talk about women asking the men questions. It's an, pretty much an open ended Q&A, but the women are asking the questions, things that women, you women want to know about what us guys think about things. So we have Anne Shirley, who's a representation of, for the women for this episode. And we have myself, Red Pill, and Alpha Monk on this episode. So if you guys also want to have any questions you want to add to it, feel free to put comments on the um, on below. And yeah, let's get into it right now. I, I always think um, it always comes down to consistency and patterns. So, like, if people are talking a really good game, but their actions are showing you, like, a consistent pattern that's the opposite, um, that's how you know they're being inauthentic. Also, how they treat other people. How they treat service people. And you really know what. How they treat their family members and friends. Then you'll see how genuine they really are. If they're dipping around everybody, then you never really know, you know. What if they treat you differently from all your friends? Like, what if they treat you like um, like their whole circle really well, but they treat you like shit? Uh, toxic. They treat you like shit. There's, there's no really reason for that. Yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. I'm like, there have been times where like um, a guy has been like, "Okay, we're just gonna be cool, right? We're just chilling," and you are kind of happy about that because you see how he treats everyone else in the circle. Um, and he still acts very, like, distant from you. Like, the relationship has shifted. Do you know what I mean? Like, that means that he's, he, he's not truthful with his friends about you. So if he's close and he's acting all boyfriend when nobody's around, but then when you're around, when you're around his friends but he's distant, then that means that he's telling them a different story than what you think it is going on. Yeah. yeah. So that's toxic trait. So yeah, or being inauthentic. You know, okay, thank you for that. That's a super big one because, yeah, I've hung out with like my boys and they bring a girl over, and. What's going on, everybody? This is Dante for the Y Day Podcast. Welcome when Y Day Wednesday. Got myself here, Alpha Monk, Red Pill, and Shirley, the only woman again. Yeah. <laughs> Representing for the women over here. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, I guess we can start it off with the recap of last episode, if you guys remembered. Belonging to them streets. Belonging um, to the streets. Yeah. Yes. Oh, he's just one. Sorry, I just saw baseball. All right. Um, <laughs> yes. I think it's Anyways, all right. So 
let's start it off. Who was there the last episode? That is the question. Me. I was there. I don't think Alpha Buck was there. I was not there. Oh. It was me. It was the Red Pill, Magnot the Stallion. And Shirley. And Shirley Dante. <laughs> so Gabe actually asked to show that book again, actually. Uh, I messaged it to him, so I thought. Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. All right. Hey, there we go. He says, so, Sidewalk Crew. Sidewalk Crew. All right, all right. We got people live stream saying what's up. Um, Kylie said what's up. Kim said what's up. We got uh, Matt said what's mm-hmm. up. What's going on, John? Stephanie's not on, is she? Oh my god, no, not yet. <laughs> not yet. <laughs> so we're gonna start it off with you, Alpha Monk. What do you? Th- what's the longest streaks? Are you a sidewalk dude? Are you a streets dude? I'm definitely a sidewalk dude. Sidewalk? Uh, yeah, I'm more quality than quantity. Dang. Okay. I figured you would say something like that. Of course. <laughs> Going on, John. I saw your live stream actually earlier today. Um, so, yeah. Um, I don't know how much to say about that. I feel like I'm not even a sidewalk, though. I, I feel like I'm, I'm more inside. You're 100 streets, window. bro. 100 <laughs> streets. <laughs> like, don't even try to play. You're 100% streets. <laughs> You've been there for a What's minute. Hold on, Justin. <laughs> you can cars and shit. You in the streets, man. <laughs> yeah. You in traffic, bro. You in What's traffic. <laughs> you on the highway. Oh, <laughs> man. Nah, he one of, those, uh, one of those police officers would be uh, directing traffic and shit. <laughs> yeah, bro. You're, you're, you're deep. Six lanes, bro. You're in there. Like, you, guys, <laughs> you guys know me so well. You already know how I feel about this. Yeah, but a lot of the streets ain't that bad, all right? So a lot of profits can get in the streets. Okay. That's true. That's true. Yeah, 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 yeah. Huh? <laughs> I'm out there. It's just street gutter, gutter punks. All right. So this episode is going to be a little interesting. We're going to have, because we have one woman that's on this episode. It's going to be women ask men. So um, let's see. How am I going to start this off? Because I know Aunt Shirley has a lot to say. (laughs) (laughs) So. Yeah. (laughs) I am still drinking. Oh, we're getting lit tonight? I'm always lit. (laughs) Every episode. Every episode. Post-episode, pre-episode, you name it. Let's go with the buzzwords real quick. The buzzwords. I was about to say it. Buzzwords will be. Hello words like we always do. I don't know why y'all keep putting like 20 words on here because that's like every word that we all say. <laughs> so it's player, fuck boy, F boy. Streets, even though I just said that. Sidewalk, we said that too. I'm glad we clarified that. Uh, FWB, which is friends with benefits. Loyal, trust, and fake. Damn. Kylie I know, right? You don't want to see us. Can we just can we just do condition no, to like two, two today? Two. Because honestly, <laughs> that is that is a lot. Nah, nah, <laughs> nah. You can't even, nah, you want them all. But see, but that, that doesn't make any sense. What's going on, takes out a lot of information. What's like up, Trump Neil? is that? I don't know. On your vernacular, there's plenty of words you can use. Kylie said she loves your lashes, Aunt Shirley. Thanks, girl. She don't love my lashes, though. Yeah, <laughs> I got some. I got some bomb lashes. I don't know what y'all. Little misandrist. Mm-hmm. Anyways, okay. 
Those are the buzzwords. So do you have your thing, Antra? Do you want to ask the questions? Uh, yeah, I can. I, I oh. want to pick on you guys a little bit because oh. it's, always, it's always the other way around. What's so thing? today, I'm going to throw questions to you guys and you have to answer it. I don't want to throw any questions. I don't want to throw any answers, but it's okay. All right. You don't want to participate? Nah, I am. I am. <laughs> okay. Ready? Are you guys ready? Yeah. Mondre, this one's for you. Damn it. The ladies want to know. Um, what is it. what is men going their own way? And what's that perspective like what's their view on relationships and dating? Uh I mean MGTOW is, is really vague and is really big. A lot of men have different versions of it. Uh, what I have come to learn is that um, it's usually men not doing the norm anymore. They're not uh, getting married up. They're okay. actually going off and they're doing their own thing. They're actually becoming more masculine. They're creating businesses. They're uh, doing more manly things and not really getting caught up in relationships. Uh, I guess in the last few years, it's just been really bad on men in relationships, more beneficial for the woman than it is the man. And so oh, really? Oh, okay. Like, yeah. okay. Men right. got kind of tired of it and started going their own way. Okay. So, uh, follow-up question. What would you say is a pro to men going their own way as a man? As a man, I would say getting his shit done, getting his stuff together, and getting his life together is really important because that will add to his confidence. That would add to his, his thrive. And he'll he'll want to, like, he'll, he'll have everything that he needs. And then the only thing left is to find his co-pilot, his woman, right? Okay. So it's best for him to have everything lined up, all his ducks in a row, instead of getting the woman first and then having to, you know, juggle both of them at once. Do you guys I, think I, that I just think it's more smarter that way. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's um, mutually exclusive? And I guess this is for both everyone here. Like, do you guys think it's impossible or um, it's hard to focus on like what makes you a masculine man and devote time to a relationship? And if so, why? Is it impossible? No. Is it incredibly difficult? Yes. I mean, nothing's impossible, right? Mamba mentality. If you want it, you'll make it happen. Oh, but it's like, much. yeah, it's just like um, as someone who has had girlfriends during the most stressful period of my entire life, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the first major girlfriend, getting ready to graduate senior year. And I was also, uh, if you guys don't know, I became a dad my senior year in high school. So like that was incredibly stressful. Mm -hmm. Second most stressful time, um, I was in between jobs. I was like, had almost like 10 grand in credit card debt. And mm -hmm. I had like negative to my name. And I had just gotten a girlfriend at that time. And so both those times, it was incredibly difficult for me to figure my shit out. And I did it. I absolutely did it, but I would never recommend it to anybody, ever. It was very difficult trying to maintain it. Women need a lot of attention. What? We all need attention. Like, like a flower needs the sun. I'm not taking that back. I said what I said. Women, <laughs> <laughs> women need a lot I of agree. attention and validation. Having a girlfriend is like somewhere in between a part-time job and a full-time job. It's like 30 hours a week. Okay. I'll hang on to that. And you know, without sick pay. Without sick pay, don't have that. <laughs> no. no sick pay, no vacation days, like no hall passes. Credit scores no better than relationships. 
so I think it's incredibly, is it impossible? No, I think it's incredibly difficult. And I think the number of women who would be a good girlfriend versus the number of women who would be a good girlfriend during that time in a man's life, drastically different numbers. The only way it would work, I would say, is she'd have to be on the same page. She'd have to be doing yeah. the same thing, going her same pathway, same busyness, everything. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the only way it'll work. Because I've been married before, lived with her for almost three years, and every girl I've been with, they always say, yeah, I'm an artist, I need a lot of time, and they say, yeah, I'll give you all the time you want, even when I'm there, I'll just read whatever. Yeah, Every sure. single time I'm at that desk, after like a couple of hours, they have to come over and bother me because they just, they crave that attention. They don't get it, you know, it ensues a, a <laughs> argument or whatever, so. Yeah, it's, validation. It's wiser to not be in a relationship. Go your own way for a while, get your shit together, and then, you know, go for a while. Yeah. I guess my question to you is like, when does that desire to continue to like level up as a man ever stop? It doesn't, right? Regardless whether like you're in a relationship or whether you have a girlfriend or whether you're single, you're always going to be on your mission. Or at least I would hope you would be. Well, I was always talking to my grandfather is, is the best thing is always build your foundation first. If you have okay. your foundation built and it's strong enough, then you can bring a woman in anytime beyond that period because yes if you are a if you have a fixed or i'm sorry if you have a growth mindset you're always going to be growing right yeah. so that's a good thing but if you have that foundation already created like you've got your business already going if you're an entrepreneur or whatever you're trying to do if you already got your feet in that it can be um what do they call it you, you can uh just be started as long as that's there then you can get your girl but you know i mean I guess that's valid. Yeah, I do think it makes sense to have your stuff together before you add someone else. But I also think like um, women are on their own shit too, and they have their own kind of motivations and goals, and they would never want to have a relationship like for ourselves prevent us to like self-actualize. So like, I do agree that a foundation is important, but the right person for you would never actually get in the way of like you building that foundation. Um, That's true, but it's not about yes, they that. Would. Yeah. Yes, they would. What? They would. The right okay, person you guys... for you. The right person for, like, right now, I, I'm trying to enter a career, right, that is damn near 100% commission-based. So okay. my first three years, I'm working 60 to 70 hours a week. That's, that's my plan, mm -hmm. right? The right person for me isn't want to go that long without seeing me. The right person for me is still going to want to go on dates. The right person for me is still going to want attention, validation, sexual healing. Like they're still going to want all of that. If I'm working 70 hours a week, I'm not trying to give it. And on top of that, my personal fitness is very important. So I'm going to be training two, three hours a day, right? Stay in shape. Mm -hmm. On top of that, I have a child. The right person for me will never see me during those three years. Why would they stick around? Why would I do that to them? Because you love them. Jesus. I love them. So I'm going to cut back on my work. No, that makes logical sense. First, because then you can devote more attention to her. That's that's the basis of it. If he can have her sit together, he can he has more time for her. You know what I'm saying? It's just it's and just quickly address your point of when does you know the man stop trying to elevate? A man's going to want to like elevate his entire life. 
Yeah. But it's different when you don't have a career and trying to start one. You don't have a business trying to start one. You don't, you're not where you want to be and you're trying to at least start that path versus you're having it and now you want more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I mean, yeah, yeah, that makes I mean, sense. Yeah. Go ahead. No, no, I got, we got some comments here. Stephanie's on. Uh, Ooh, hey, girl. <laughs> the right person for you is going to support you what you're trying to accomplish. Um, someone else said, oh, you don't need a girlfriend right now. Who said that? I don't know about saying the names, but you know, because they write. Or write. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She's definitely right on that one. That person is correct. Yeah, okay. I guess you had another question. Yeah. So, Shoot. personally, for you guys, why haven't you committed? Mm. Mm. You're just I'm everybody's quiet on that one. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I, I can speak for it. I, I have no problem speaking up for it. Um, like going to what uh, Red Pill said, he spoke on getting your stuff together and then creating that time. Because if I do get in a you know in a relationship like that, right, I have to uh, get devote my time to them, right? It goes to attention, and that will also distract me from what I have. I rather have something established before anything, right? So I know you said that. <laughs> I just want to say your name. <laughs> it's a comment she said she said it but that's that's where i'm at right now about a lot of things about that and hearing you say that i'm like that is true <laughs> you know you can't leave them not leave them hanging for a day and think that's okay mm-hmm. not talk to the person you're with so. okay i mean that makes sense but how about like don't you guys still have emotional needs and desires and like to want feminine companionship and uh, that's cool cool. needs but not emotional. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. He's asexual. <laughs> <laughs> like, I mean, sexually. Uh, <laughs> like, are you guys attracted to the feminine? And if you are, I think you guys are. Like, how do you, how do you get that need or that satisfaction met and still, like, focus on yourself? Because, like, the way it sounds, like, it almost sounds like you guys would be very comfortable just, like, becoming monks almost. Just completely into yourself completely I never, devoted I never thought about that I, ne- I never knew discipline man we go to... is better, you know the trade-off is big yeah, the reward is big for that if you actually discipline yourself on it it's, it's just like come on man women aren't going anywhere we can we'll be fine for six <laughs> months without a woman that's fine you know what I'm saying it's not going anywhere and if and if luck you know bestows upon us we might get the girl who had a boyfriend after, during the time we're doing some shit you know that we always wanted who knows yeah. so uh, you, you just never know how the universe works i think it's really important to work on this so. okay all right all right so, so stephanie had a comment oh congrats gabe on your anniversary or business Woo. all right and then uh it was too mark uh to red pill she said you know i'm gonna support you through anything everything it's all just time and success doesn't come easy yeah, it's also a great time with your son because he's the most important. You're building an empire for you and him. Like my crush. Right? Yeah, like <laughs> the right will be patient enough to support it. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. 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 I'll All right, y'all. Here. I have a question for you too, Mortel. So like, okay. how would you know? How would you know you found the right one? Or like, how would you know you were ready to like enter a relationship, first of all? And then how would you know you met the right one? It's like four. 
So of the, the two girlfriends that are real girlfriends and of the three total girlfriends I've ever had, I knew day one. I knew day one and I had to wait until it's appropriate to ask, but I knew day one. Uh, wow. Very first pseudo girlfriend. Yeah, it was, uh, we went to middle school together and then when I was in high school, I think it was my junior year, I, uh, I saw, I found her on Twitter and then she had posted like a little funny picture of herself. And I was like, give me my next girlfriend. Just let me see my next girlfriend. And then we dated for a little while and then broke up. Cause you know, we're like 16. And then yeah. the, the following girlfriend, she had gotten my number from another friend. And then we talked on the phone the very first one time. And I was like, all right. And that one took a long time to like actually cuff her because she had a boyfriend, so I, like, you know, but that was, and that was actually ended up being a mom and my kid. Um, and then um, in the last one, I knew the first date. I didn't know day one. I knew the first date. We were playing billiards and I lost because I sunk the eight ball early. She didn't beat me, I sunk it early. And <laughs> I gave her like a little like, little like little handshake, like, all right, good game. And as soon as we touched hands, I was like, you know, I, that's it right there. I just knew. What? So I can't explain for other men. I just know for me, my masculine intuition and my gumption and my gut feelings are so intense. I'm just like, I don't look back. So it either blows up in my face or it works out spectacularly. Word. Word. That's a word. That's All it. right. You just know when you know. My balls That's tell me. That's for you too? Andre? What's up? Was that the same experience for you too? Like you just know when you know? No. <laughs> well <laughs> of course he would say the opposite yeah i have um i have like a couple of things that i have to see first before i really know okay so you have a you have a standard that you have a lot yeah. Okay. That's the um, real one. She got the wop. <laughs> All women have wops, by the way. If you're listening to this right now, uh, you have wops. Oh, fuck. Are we doing no, that y'all now? Don't. I ain't taking that back. Are we doing that now? <laughs> Are we doing that now? We're doing the wop again. <laughs> it's like the third time we brought this up. Pulse episode, huh? <laughs> okay. I have another question. Um, who were your examples of commitment? like masculine examples and what did they, what did they teach you about commitment? Um, who do you look up to? Mm. You can't say Tony Stark. Damn. <laughs> Damn. Okay. That, that was the answer I was going to say. Is there... <laughs> that was it. <laughs> I say that I didn't really have an example of what to do. I just had a lot of examples of what to do. <laughs> Talk about it. <laughs> Okay. Like, or a negative example, or yeah, talk about it. Um, homeboy from Ray Donovan, dude was cheating on his wife, but he was a badass. Don Draper, stays cheating on his wife, was a badass. Don Draper, I think, has been like one of the biggest influence for Mad Men. If you guys don't know Mad Men, Don no. Draper, um, he has been one of the biggest masculine influences of my entire life. So the two most masculine influences where I'm like, man, I want to be like that person, Malcolm X and Don Draper. 
Those wow. are the two people. I'm like, these are like my, one was a fictional idol, one was a real idol. Um, Malcolm X took care of his people. That dude just took care of his people. And he set them straight too. So sometimes he wasn't nice to them. Sometimes he wasn't friendly, but he always set them straight, always had their best interest at heart. And I emulate that a lot of, I may not always be sweet to you, I may not always be kind to you, I'm going to talk to you in a way sometimes, but I'm always going to have your best interest at heart. Yeah. And Don Draper, you wake up every day and you piss excellence and you go to sleep knowing you're the best. <laughs> like, but don't cheat on your wife because she will take your kids and then make you pay for the mortgage and move another guy in. Um, <laughs> so from those two guys, I kind of learned take care of your people. And the other one, it was like, you have to be a man, like be a man to the fullest. But if you cheat on your wife, it's going to go really, really bad for you. And so those are like my two like relationship influences, like take care of your family no matter what, you got to be rough to them. And the other one was like, as a man, your personal achievement needs to be like your purpose, your priority in life. Mm -hmm. So those are my two. Thanks. I think those are really good examples. Um, it just goes back. You broke. I'm not giving that up. Okay. I like that. Uh, should I ask more questions? Definitely. All right. Yeah. Um, hey, Dante. Mm -hmm. mm. I'm ready. Um, Why me? How would you advise a guy who is interested in being committed but unsure to take the risk? Unsure to take the risk? Uh, <laughs> is that like... It's like me. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go tell him. Is that like me? <laughs> I mean, we're gonna tell him. Uh, avoid it at all costs if you need to. When you're when you're ready, <laughs> you're ready. <laughs> I mean, once you get off that like the ideal that the worst possible outcome can happen through relationships, then you'll be cool. I think that, oh, <clears throat> depending on how bad your experiences were in the past it really comes down to kind of chopping down those those walls of ideals and keeping that at a positive outlook. Always think of the positive outcome. I think that's the most important part that a lot of people we tend to forget sometimes. Not all relationships are like that. I mean, not all people are like that. So, yeah, just knock them down each time of day and, and you know, kind of, that makes sense? No? Would you say, Dante, that there is just a major element of leap of faith when it comes to commitment. There is a leap of faith. There is super. There's a big leap of faith, and especially if someone you kind of don't know that well. Because I know none yeah. of us are millennials. We kind of two months in, we're like, are we in a relationship yet? You know, you're not giving yourself enough time to know that person. So yeah, you are taking a risk. I think we all. Yeah. I mean, if you don't really know that person, you think you don't know that person, but you think that the if you guys get in a relationship, you know more about them, kind of situation. That's not never. That's not normally the case. Because, you know, they could have sold you on ideal that this they're this perfect candidate and then they turn into a freaking crazy ass person later. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> you never <Yeah>. know. <laughs> that, that does happen. Yeah. You know, like, well, what happened? I didn't I, I never knew that this person was this way. Like, you know, I mean, they always been that way. They've been kind of selling you that ideal that they're not that person. So you have to kind of chop that down and figure them out. And Yeah. That's that's the risk we we do take in relationships. So how do you know you're dealing with someone um, who's authentic with you? Like, um, I thought that was the best part. 
Yeah, I know. I checked. I, I checked. <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> to check it. I was like, wait, like, is that one of the ones? Okay, <laughs> ask that question one more time. Um, how do you know someone's being authentic with you? Um, you answer that first, and then the guys will answer. That's a really great question. I think a lot of people could benefit from that answer. Okay. Well, I, I, that was that was that was for you guys. That's for you, Dante or Andre. Don't want to hear you answer it though. What? <laughs> How do you know you someone's first? being authentic to you? I, you? I always think um, it always comes down to consistency and patterns. So, like, if people are talking a really good game, but their actions are so showing you, like, a consistent pattern that's the opposite, um, that's how you know they're being inauthentic. Also, how they treat other people. Oh. How they treat service people. And you really know what. How they treat their family members and friends then you'll see how genuine they really are. If they're dipping around everybody, then you never really know, you know. What if they treat you differently from all your friends? Like, what if they treat you like, um, like their whole circle really well, but they treat you like shit? Uh, toxic. They treat you like shit because there's no really reason for that. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And like, there have been times where like, um, a guy has been like, okay, we're just going to be cool, right? We're just chilling. And you are kind of happy about that because you see how he treats everyone else in the circle. Um, and he still acts very, like, distant from you. Like, the relationship has shifted. Do you know what I mean? Like, that means that he's, he, he's not truthful with his friends about you. So if he's close and he's acting all boyfriend when nobody's around, but then when you're around when you're around his friends, but he's distant, then that means that he's telling them a different story than what you think it is going on. Yeah. yeah. So that's toxic trait. So yeah, or being inauthentic. You know, yeah. Okay. Thank you for that. That's a super big one because yeah, I've hung out with like my boys and they bring a girl over and you can tell they're just like super distant and standoffish, but I'm like, you just know they're not like that when it's just those two like nah nah but yeah it's it's a different thing if he's a social chameleon because that's very important to be a social chameleon uh and those people are they they're different with everybody because everybody has a different frequency everybody's different personality obviously um but if he's just doing something like that then yeah it's it's time to separate i also think it's like uh (laughs) there's no level of like commitment right so if you bring your you know, intimate partner around and you haven't committed to her, then there's really no need to like act like a couple or act like you're no need to bring her around. I always like to do that see how, I, you know, honestly I, like okay. to, I honestly I like to do it and see how they act around Yikes. my circle. Yeah. I, I want I, I want that's the kind of test I want to give out there. If they're able to like understand my circle or this circle even <laughs> Well, and if she's just a situationship, then then she don't need to hang around my friends because at some point it's not gonna, it's not going all the way. But if she's a hopeful or a candidate for something yeah. more, then yeah, yeah, I'll bring her around friends and shit to see yeah. how, how she vibes and shit. You know, because there, there's a couple people I know who brought girls over, and now I'm sitting there like, uh, should we get to know this person, or are they just gonna be just another, you know, <laughs> another situation? Because right. I don't, I don't want to create a connection with someone that they're not gonna be in that life anymore like oh it's you know I mean 
I had a couple of friends dead to me. I was like, all right, is this a girl you are trying to do something with? Or, or is it just, you're just trying to hook up? <laughs> you guys know, because, you know, we're all black here. So this all, all probably happened to us in our childhood. Where our parents, they gave us a speech before we went into the grocery store. Don't touch nothing. Don't ask for nothing. I'm not going to buy you nothing. We all had that, right? Yeah. So if I'm going, so I, I give the speech, especially if I'm bringing a girl to meet my boys for the first time, whether she's serious or not serious, I am going to bring her. She gets the speech of, you're going to act right. I'm like, look, some of my boys like to clown. Some of my boys like to do this. This is exactly what I told them about you. I ain't said too much. This is what we are. This is, what we're, this, this is, this is what we're, how we're going to be. I set the, the tone. Right? Because, what's that? So you give her context about me. Yeah, I give her because I don't want her yeah. walking in there like, do you think I'm who I'm said? Do you think I'm just? Uh, <laughs> you almost said it. Uh, I'm not here for a long time. I'm just the girlfriend <laughs> now. They think that I'm the girlfriend. Or what happens more often is if she wants to be the girlfriend, she's you know gonna it. act like it. She's really gonna try and like put herself on you in front of your homies. And if your homies are like, uh, that's not what we, you're just gonna be a weird dynamic. So I tell her exactly what to expect. To respect, to expect, right? Just kind of like, look, let me have my voice. You know, we can kiss and stuff like that, but still, you know, we can't be all up on each other and stuff like that. Like, yeah. Or I'll, I'll tell them, like, okay, you know, so and so is like this is what they expect, or so and so is going to bring their girl, and that's how it's going to be. I don't want no beef with other girls. I'm bringing you because you're cool. I'm bringing you because you get along with people. Mm-hmm. I expect that when we get there. Like, I set the expectation. I'm, you're not gonna embarrass my ass. You you you, you definitely got to let them know before you bring them over there. Hey, like my friends are like this. <laughs> I had a question from uh, we got Kim who asked. You had a question from Denise too. Denise, oh. man, Denise, whatever. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I love you. I'm just, I'm just kidding. I love you, man. Um, <laughs> so we'll start with Kim. Kim says, "Who do y'all think would be the first from this group to get into a?" real thing <laughs> I'm not gonna say it. i don't know if that's a buzzer or not a serious relationship just curious me yeah i think it'll be red pill for sure yeah. <laughs> <Wait, really? laughs> <laughs> no nah, nah, he's uh, not no nah, i mean dante to be honest and mm. why do you think that i don't know i think it'll, it'll like it'll be like one of those uh t-bones from a car you just never know you it's gonna come. I think you see it coming. I mean, if you see some uh, some lights, headlights, that's depending it. on the night. You, yeah. And then, you know, he's gonna switch up on the group chat. He's gonna start being all romantic and nice. Start seeing a picture of him with some girl on the store. <laughs> Yeah. Out there in Disneyland taking pictures. Yeah, yeah, yeah man. Whatever, man. <laughs> That's not even true. Not even true. I wouldn't do that. Uh, it might be Markel, though. It might be Markel. It might yeah, be I you. Think, I think it's going to be you. I think we're yeah, going like, to be wedding. You're the again. most mysterious one of us all. You're the one that keeps the things on our, on the cover. Yeah. Like, like you ain't, you know, I mean, I, my business is usually out there. But you, you're mysterious. I don't mean anything. <laughs> it means a whole lot. I one of the things about you, Mondre, you're very um, disciplined. Like, you walk in the world very centered. And I think that women are attracted to that. All types of women are attracted to that kind of, like, sense of stability. So, like, yeah, I think the moment you're ready to commit, like, it's going to be really easy for you. Because <laughs> um, you already have things kind of, 
like you just seem very stable and i think that's attractive um to you folks looking for long-term yeah. Why are you trying now? I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, so what was the question Donisha had to ask? I can't even scroll up what he said. No, nah, that's not worth it, man. Don't worry about it. Uh, no. <laughs> I, mean, no. I want to hear him. I mean, he's not technically a woman in this situation, but I guess we can go and ask yeah, questions. Hold on. I have another question. We'll, we'll, we'll let you slide, Donish. Yeah, what is y'all's biggest fear when it comes to commitment? I gotta go, man. I just no, swear. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, right. Look at the time. time. <laughs> like, ah, oh, shit, man. Oh, shit, I forgot <laughs> that thing I gotta do. That's that. <laughs> I gotta go walk my goldfish. Man, <laughs> <laughs> I wash some clothes. Um, what am I using? Really, I mean, well, what, was it, what was the question again? Say it again. I'm sorry. What's the most? <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. Your biggest fear. What's your biggest fear when it comes to commitment? Uh, Are getting pregnant? Yeah, pregnant mostly. Ooh. Kids. Yeah. Yeah, pregnancy. Kids. Why? I don't want to have kids. People's true colors come out when they get kids, man. What you mean? What you mean? <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Now I don't know. I think it's that, and then every every dude's fear is you know breaking loyalty. Oh, you just said the buzzword, yo. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh! That was ten points. That was one of them. Yeah. Hold up. <laughs> oh, I'm looking at it right now. It's one of them. What I word? Sure. You what said. What word? L O Y A. Spelling is the same thing. He didn't finish. Well. Shit. I mean, All right, boom. I'm gonna go first. Oh, and you said keep it positive. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> if you go back to your last relationship, what three things would you change about yourself and how you acted? Are we talking about my uh, my ex or my uh, other one? <laughs> you can pick. You can pick. I'll let you All right, pick. I'll go. I'll go with my ex because that's now. Uh, you said the three things I would change about myself. Yeah. Um, one would not to worry too much about finances. Mm -hmm. Like fuck that. Put that in the pocket and uh, focus more on the moments. Mm -hmm. um, two, I wouldn't have done most shit. I'm very vindictive, so I wouldn't have done a lot of shit out of spite. Yeah. And then um, I would say three. I actually put it put in more effort to keep her here because it was bullshit to have a leave because she didn't have to once we found out. So, yeah, I feel that on a spiritual level. Um, all right, here's my ratchet question What's uh -oh. the freakiest thing you've ever done during sex? Uh, I've ever done during sex. He's from Kansas, they only do missionary. <laughs> we do a second position on my birthday. No, I'm <laughs> missionary on the side. Side thing. I think the only thing that I, I've ever done, Kiki, was uh, I, I've, I've done anal twice. Um, so I think that would be probably the kinkiest shit 
ever, you know. But uh, this, the the kinkiest one was she just like she was like just go ahead and you know stick it in my ass. Like it, it was out of nowhere, you know what I'm saying? So it was like all right, fuck. damn. Yeah, that was probably like the kinkiest shit. But other than that, like everything else, like you know, I'm fucked on the roof, kitchen, bathroom, on my desk. Wait, the ones that we were in. What? <laughs> the, the, the things we were eating on? <laughs> How dare you? What? I clean the shit. I clean everything. <laughs> you <laughs> animal. <laughs> Use the bed. Oh, yeah, that too. But, you know, it's boring. God damn. Shit, man. Um, I mean, we can ask a third one. I don't know if anyone else wants to ask a third one. Is anybody in the... Anybody on, on the Facebook chat, on the Instagram chat, any type of question for Alpha Monk? Any question? Damn. What we got? I like, we'll do it for like maybe 30 seconds or so. I wish I had right. some theme music. Some... We should just keep on the podcast or something pops up. We're back. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. Dude. Okay. Answer. You can go ahead. What was it? It was that C word that I never, ever bring up in any of my podcasts uh, right okay right um i'm gonna i'm just gonna change the question you said did you like it <laughs> okay so how can you guys <laughs> you know what i would say that it was uh because that was a question i would say it, it's it's not as good as the punani but uh it's tighter so i mean that's a thing i guess it's tighter but it's not as good as as the pussy, man. It's like you might as well just go for that. I don't like prison sex, but you know she had. <laughs> do it, so. Sorry, go ahead. Sex. Who's in the room, yeah, Shirley? No one. Look, oh, oh, you gotta look at your face, like oh, like they're hearing this right now. <laughs> Keep going, yeah. Prison sex, like you were saying, yeah. Or prison love, you know, whatever they call it. But, I mean, that's pretty freaky. Most women won't do that because like. like yeah. The association with like homosexuality. It's weird. Okay. It's not weird. It's a little weird. All right, Shirley, go ahead. Um, how can you tell a man is serious and not waste? That's not a buzzword. Don't worry. Wasting... That was that was last week. Yesterday. That yeah, was, that was last, that was last week. Um, wasting your time on the road to commitment. Like, what are some sure signs that women should look out for that he's just not serious? I would say the biggest ones is like okay, so not responding to a text message. That's another. Yeah, uh, if he's not texting you or trying to trying to see you, yeah. if he's not putting in effort, that's like the biggest one, right? There. Or they yeah. big up excuse. Oh, well, I got that thing. Um, you mean? <laughs> I think, uh, oh, 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 uh, I got something I got to do this week. But like, I think a really mean, interesting one that a lot of people don't, well, especially women, don't, and the guys will admit this happens, but it happens, and the women never really notice this. If a guy really wants to commit to you in a relationship, <laughs> he's going to be a little more sensitive with you. Not in the sense that he's going to talk about his feelings or open up, but things you say or things you do will get to him. A little okay. Bit. Here's the thing I don't understand. Okay, I'm going I'm to okay. time it for this one because that, yes, I agree with that one. But now we heard things that people are doing too much. Okay, this has been happening a lot. There's actually an episode I wanted to bring up this today, but right. 
you going too much because if someone is says they're interested right this is kind of random off topic thing whatever okay there's such thing as doing too much and there's such thing as doing nothing at all all right 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 so if this guy is not if the person's not giving you nothing at all that means he's not interested right but now right. let's say if the vice versa the guy is doing too much and now they're overwhelming them with a whole bunch of shit okay so that shows that they are interested but then the person's not interested in you because you're doing too much. Um, imbalance. There's no, yeah, yeah. It's also, you have to be genuine. Like, it, it's okay to show that, like, I found that happy medium fucking around with the situationships and exes <laughs> and stuff. Like, doing a lot of, uh, like, I, I, I test people. I, I do that shit. I don't know why I just do that shit. But anyway, I, I, I found a happy medium. If you're actually truly genuine and not a pushover, then she'll give you that attention. If you don't go over that line, you'll be fine. Like every dude knows that line we don't cross. We we feel it in the back of our head. Like if we we text too much or we say give her too much compliments, we see that, we hear that in the back of our head. Some dudes just don't listen to that shit and they'll press in. But a lot of us we're kind of disciplined on that. We understand we learned our mistakes in the past and nah, you know, man. We use that shit for the future. I, I, I go hard, I go hard all the time. It's hotter, it's no hot or cold. It's hot or cold. There's no lukewarm for me. Like, I'm just like, boom. Like, you know what I mean? It's, it's better to do too much than do too nothing at all. That's how I feel. It's, like, well, honestly. Lamont, what I've seen is, like, when you text a girl, it, it's really good to, um, instead of just answering the question, always have uh, some form of uh, emotion or expression in your text. You, you have to get her rising and get her low and shit like that. It's just, for some reason, that always works. Because they get bored too easily. Way too easily. And to be honest, every girl, whether she's your girlfriend or not, she's going to have one or two dudes in her Rolodex who she can just hit up for attention because she knows those two dudes really want her really bad. So if you're not giving her that attention and you do it for too long, she can just call up one of those dudes. They're, oh, yeah, of course you look beautiful today. Oh, my God. Bring so pizza. Hot. Don't worry you know, about it. I'll send it to you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> But she'll, um, she'll still come back to you because you're the one she's been trying to get validation and attention from. So it's just, you know, playing that cat and mouse game. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to do the, another episode about that. I, do, I definitely want to put more onto that episode, next episode probably. Hey, guys, we're going to take a 30-second pause and to jump into some other content. We'll jump right back into the episode right after this in a bit. Stay tuned. Hey, guys. Just giving you guys a quick reminder that we have a website for our Y-Day podcast. It's on www.ydaypodcast.com where we have all the platforms where all this episode is on. And we're on SoundCloud, Apple, Google Play, and we're also on uh, Spotify. So, and we also actually have this video, um, the episode of the video on our YouTube channel, on the Y-Day podcast web, uh, YouTube channel, which is also in that website. And we have a Patreon website as well. Now, if you guys want to donate $5 a month, is we're going to give you guys the all-exclusive behind-the-scenes content where 30, 45 minutes prior, before the episode, we're going to have a Q&A, a live Q&A with the guest speaker that we have here. Sometimes we typically have dating coaches. We have motivational speakers on here. So any questions you guys want to ask, feel free to do that. Go on to It's also on the Patreon website on our our on our Y date podcast episode and just put it in there. And, or if you want to just become a Patreon and get all the exclusive content, it's also in there too as well. And let's get back into the episode. 
So we had a question from Kim. Did that answer your question, Aunt Shirley? Yeah, sure. Okay. okay. So Kim asked, <clears throat> if you met a great woman and she's also struggled with mental health, let's say depression, severe anxiety, how would you handle the relationship? Oh, that's a great question. Because I feel like women are I am way asking more... it. God damn it. Go ahead. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, man. Kylie was getting at me crazy. That's all. That's a question. Damn. <laughs> Stop telling me what to do. Huh? Uh, I, girl. <laughs> Damn, I've dated a girl with depression. Tell um, him. Tell him. And, uh, it's uh, it's you have to be more supportive. Um, they go through bouts of it, up and downs, and you just have to be there for them. You can't really help anybody out of that. Um, and if it's actual mental psychosis, like depression, she's just not depressed over events then, you know, of course, she has to have therapy and sometimes uh, medication, stuff like that. But if she's depressed, there's there's difference between depression, mental depression, and then being depressed. Being depressed is somebody died or you lost your job or you don't feel good about yourself. Uh, your self-esteem is very low, stuff like that. Those things you can actually help influence her just by your own, uh, you know, gumption, you know, doing your own thing. Uh, being positive, working out, she can start seeing that, start feeling that energy, and you can kind of pull her out of that. You can help herself pull herself out of that. But again, if she's, you know, mentally depressed, it's depression, then you just got to be supportive. Hopefully that are, we talking, are we talking about someone who has like an actual condition where they're diagnosed with the condition? Well, she, we did say mental, she did say yeah. mental disorder. Okay. So that, yeah. Because that's, that's what I'm trying to figure out too, because there's a big difference. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it's ebbs and lows with them with, with, uh, when they have a mental uh, disorder with depression. That requires like a lot of patience. Really up, and some days they just cannot get out of bed. So you just have to be there for them. It requires a lot of art. You know, most people, they want me, 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 you know. And if they don't have that supportive, you know, it's just not going to work. Yeah. I think for me, and I'll keep this really short to the next question. Um, if that person doesn't already have their own support network or their own coping mechanism set up, whether it's they have a group of friends who understand and support them, they have a close-knit family who can understand and support them, maybe they already have an established medication regimen, counseling regimen, if they don't already have their own, because I mean, before they met me, they were single, right? They weren't, they weren't dating anybody. So how were you coping with it then? If you weren't coping with it then, I'm not going to date you. I'm not dating you. So yeah, if, if I find out you have mental health condition and you're not actually doing things for yourself to help your own mental health condition, it's like any other health condition. Yeah. If you don't have, don't have established something on your own that helps manage the symptoms, develop some coping mechanisms, or have a place that goes that you specifically go to design to help you cope with these things, I'm not going to date you. That's too much work for me. Yeah. And that's a tough one too. I mean, like, because... Yeah, someone's diagnosed with it requires a lot of patience. I yeah. think a lot of people, especially in our generation, aren't really don't have much patience. Unless you're like got a degree like in caretaking and you're like a nurse, you're like, this is something you usually do. Right. Um, I know a lot of friends and family who's dealt with that, who had to deal with relationships like that. And actually that passed on to my cousins and my family members because that was a severe condition that passed on. Um, and though they had to cope with that. <clears throat> So 
it's just an ongoing cycle because if you're looking at like that perspective, that's something you have to also consider because that could be something that could be transitioned to another child if you guys ever decide to have a child. So where I, in my sense, it's just, it requires so much patience because even vice versa, I think um, Kim actually got me to watch the show uh, Dating Within a Spectrum. Mm-hmm. Some people, there are people who are dating someone with an autism. So autism is, uh, you know, we all know what that could be. It's different versions of autism that we have to deal with too. So, yeah, but they were dating other people who are who had autism, who are, you know what I mean? So dating someone who doesn't have it, it's, it, that's what it is. That's what you kind of have to sign up for in that way. And I guess from what I'm hearing, <laughs> you guys don't have the patience for it. So it's, it's, it's hard to cope with that. Um, and that's it. And it's something that they built, dealt with with the rest of their life or from since birth or childhood. Their family kind of already knows the get down so they can mold you into what that works for you. You mean for them? I've seen that happen where the family members were a supportive group, able to help them, able to teach that person that they're with about it because that's something that is severe. It does happen. And it's medication is it's hard, man, because that's, it's a choice for them to get out of it, too. If they want to get off of it in small doses, that's that's something on their choice, too. And that's not something you can do some cold turkey. You can't just stop. It's it's in minor dosages, so um, yeah. If that's if I answer that question, what's up, AM fam? What's going on? All right, so we got like eleven to ten minutes left. Mm-hmm. I know that Gabe said he had a question on here. Where is um, that? I don't know. I, I pinned it. Oh, what's stopping you from getting to another relationship? I don't. I think I was talking to one of the guys. Um, what's stopping them yeah goes back to our first question yeah yeah Yeah. it's a little late um next question i know got so tense here man you guys (laughs) you you know (laughs) i mean like i just know i I just know a lot of friends and family that that have been affected with with, uh with the mental condition so that's I've been a girl with bipolar too. That's even yeah. worse. Bipolar was a big one. Um, a lot of my family members took Depakote, which is a fucked up drug that mm-hmm. like fucks up everything. You know what I mean? Like it, Xanax is horrible too. Yeah, and it 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 makes things so much bad, so much worse. So now to get serious and all tense on you guys. Oh, it was a hot seat question. Okay, my bad, Gabe. Um, so we can ask another question. I think we have another. <laughs> well, just to follow up on that, um, would you guys? So you guys are basically saying like you'll be supportive with someone who has like a mental condition. No, nah, Red Pill said no. Okay, Red Pill said no. Hey, let her finish the question. Let her finish the question. <laughs> Red Pill said no. I heard him. He said no. He said nah. <laughs> I, okay. I think Alpha Mocha is kind of on the same spectrum of that, same level of that. But you know, it, it requires a person. It really depends, on, and not everyone's built for that. You know what I mean? Go ahead and ask the question in its entirety and surely. Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't want to. Now. I roll. <laughs> I roll. Um, so you guys would say then um you would be willing to be more supportive for a per- a person who has mental illness if that was your person. I mean, if in my case she didn't show signs of depression when I met her because she was on the up. Yeah. Uh, and it was only until like things started going really down. It was it was towards a certain type of uh, season. It always happened during that. So, but you know, once you're already in the relationship and you like the person, and you see things going, and you want to be supportive. 
but you just don't know what kind of heft you're really taking on, you know, because that's something that you yourself can't fix. And a lot of men, we we like to fix things. We like to, you know, cure shit. You know, you come to us with an issue, we'll try to fix it for you. But, you know, that's our way of showing affection, showing that we care. Mm -hmm. uh, and so when you can't fix something like that, something that only time, her effort, uh, psychologists, psychiatrists could do, then, you know, it kind of puts you in this position to where you're powerless. And that can chip away at the relationship. It can chip away at you, too. Yeah, definitely. Oh. Um, definitely. And that's something, like I said, I'm not built as a, like a care tape type person. So it's it, it, it'll be hard for me. Yeah, I mean, I, I took be really four hard. years of psychology at Wichita State, and I, I didn't. They don't they don't fix the problem. That's the the scam. Well, they, they put don't you on put you on meds. That's what it is. Yeah, they just they keep you along. They just keep you along. Uh, I mean, my grandmother went really to the company psychiatrist for twelve years, and her problem never changed. So it's like, how how how's that possible? So it, it's just it's it's bullshit. Yeah, it's right. it's a billion dollar industry. A pharmaceutical industry is fucking oh, hell crazy. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, um. I mean, if we want to continue to talk about mental health, Dan Danish, we could. We got like a few minutes left, so we're trying to get into the other questions here. We could do that probably in our post episode. Okay. We had a question about it, so continue on. What is the difference between exclusive dating or making things like official? Official. <laughs> um, what do y'all prefer? Are you single until married? Like, what are your guys' thoughts? Fuck no! I hate oh exclusive. Fuck exclusive dating. <laughs> okay. That is the most. Confusing shit ever. I'm telling you right now. I, no, that was ruined. That ruined a relationship that I was in in the past. Hell how did no. it? Re how did it ruin it? Because I didn't understand what it was. I didn't know what it was. I, yeah, because exclusive is like it, it's in the tomb. You, you don't fuck anybody else. Yeah. How do you know? Like, that? why don't we be in a relationship? <laughs> and why don't you be in an official relationship? Why do you need to be selfish enough to be like, well, you can't talk to anybody. I can't talk to anybody. But we're not in a, official yet. It just don't make sense to me. No, nah, man. I'd rather be in a serious relationship than exclusive. That doesn't make any sense. That's such a lukewarm millennial shit that you guys have created. <laughs> if I talk to someone who's older and say exclusive, they look at me like, what? <laughs> you mean? That's something that millennials made. It's I, like an out. That's how it is. So when someone's like, oh, yeah, well, let me show that's not a buzzword, by the way. Okay. <laughs> so, yes, so many. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when they're all like, oh, we're not official, but we're exclusive, that's what they're going to pull out when they fuck you over. We weren't official. Yeah. yeah. So when they do anything that really fucks you over or hurts you emotionally, or they really just, you know, kind of just, just jab you a little bit right in the kidney, they're going to pull that shit out. Like, oh, we weren't official. Yeah. Mm -hmm. nope. But, but like, I'm like, over. Like, you can't be exclusive without being official, my whole thing. Yeah, definitely. That's kind of like a. Be official without being exclusive. <laughs> you can't be exclusive without being official. Yeah, it don't make sense, man. Nah, man. Hell no. Just a manipulation. Because the open relationship's official, it's not exclusive. Right. So we got a comment say exclusive dating means that they're not ready for the C word. Um, commitment. Don't say that. Uh, but that kind of is commitment, though. Damn. That's, that's my point. Like, uh, us millennials have all these, like, different titles, but we're still, at the end of the day, committing to a choice. Like, it might not be... Um, you're not my wife, sure, but she still, like, comes over and, like, has sex with you and, like, supports you and, like, you know, is there for you in that capacity. So there's you're three. technically committed. No, there's three. There's only three types. And I don't care what anyone says. There's only three types oh of, of levels of, of relationship. There's only three. 
Either you're single and you do what you want. There's no rules. There's respect, but there's no rules. You are official, right? You are official, right? That means there's some kind of title. You are official. You guys are publicly recognized together. Facebook knows. Instagram knows. Married. And married. Married. <laughs> what? That's it. That's it. You're That's either single. It. Everything you're else in between. Or you're married. Everything else in really? between is dating. Yeah. Everything else in between like, is really? dating. Really? Wait, the, what? Okay. I think dating, for millennials, dating has gotten so blurred. Like, you guys don't know what the fuck dating is anymore. Like, it's weird. Like, you're supposed to date to become official. You date. You don't fuck around. You're not supposed to have sex a lot. You just date. Take them out on dates. Find out who she is, what she's about. Do I like this girl? She's going on a second date. Oh, good. Second date's good. It's going on a third date. Third date, we should be having sex by then. We start having sex. We don't have sex with anybody else because I like this girl. She likes me. And then we become official after a couple of months. That don't mean between that time we're fucking and time we become official, she's off fuck some other dude. I'm off fuck some other girl. No, we still talk to each other. We still go on dates with each other. And we become official. That's exclusive. That's exclusive dating then. Like what you yeah. just talked about was like being committed before a commitment. No, then you can talk to other people. That, you're yeah, not no, 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 that no, no. Phase, official agreement. In that, phase, what, in that phase, like you would be breaking some established rule, what Mondre just said. Well, to like, me, once we've people. had sex, then it's like everybody else is kind of like pushed to the side. Once we've had sex, because that's that's one line of the C word. That's one line of the C word. That's getting closer to that official. So just now, kind of out to what Alpha Monk is saying, it's like, I might choose to not sleep or date anyone else mm-hmm. while we're dating, right? Mm-hmm. But I am still single until we're official. At any point in time, I can show my, it'll come to a point where I just won't. I literally just won't. But I'll never say I can't until we're official. Okay. I feel that. So, cause you know, you might go out with somebody, you might have 10, you're stable, right? And you go out with number 11 and you really like number 11. Number 11 is an amazing person. And so you just drop all 10 and you're stable. But yeah. you can always go back to them because you're not official yet. That's true, you yeah. just, just don't. But it's not an agreed upon in a social contract. You didn't mode one it and talk about it. It wasn't a conversation that was had. You just kind of just drop all your hoes. Yeah. Just drop them. It's only until it's official, you, and she'll probably bring it up. Like, are you talking to anybody else? And then you'd be yeah. like, no, I'm not. And that's when it's like, that's when she knows and you know, and then it's actually official. But like what he said is true. All right. I mean, like, well, not to, not to stop you guys here. We got like two minutes left. All right. Less than a minute. Um, I'll get to you guys' questions, Anish. I know you have a lot of questions. Um, yes, yeah, he does. No, yeah, he does. <laughs> we just He's can't get to him on. Why is he not on? Why is he not on with us? I don't know. He should be. He should be. Um, but I just want to let you guys know, thank you guys for coming on. Thank you guys for the questions. I love the participation of everyone else. Thank you guys for Facebook. People are coming on, commenting on there. Sorry, Gabe, I neglected you. I know he hopped on the live, the live stream on Instagram. He's like, someone's going to hear me. <laughs> and he hopped on Instagram. <laughs> So I uh, appreciate yeah, you guys yeah. coming on. I know that you're not going to be in the post episode, Red Pill. Um, I don't Sorry. know about Alpha Monk and Shirley if you guys are going to be on there or not. Yeah, uh, for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, for a little bit. I can... Yeah, we always say a little bit, but then we end up going long into the Um, but yeah. So yeah, that's it. I don't know. If, I don't, I'm not sure if anything else to say, but stay tuned, guys, to next week. If you guys oh, don't come on the post episode, one more thing. Not all girls have the wop. 
That's false. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. 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 We out. We out. We out. We done. All right, guys. Good grief.